What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another episode of Guy Fit in Japan. I'm Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. And here we go with yet another episode. That's right. In Guy Fit in Japan, it's about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. That's right. And this episode number, Tom, can you say it correctly this time? God damn it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 348. 348. Which means, dun, 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 350. Be rapidly approaching. Rapidly approaching. Rapidly approaching. Rapidly. Rapidly. Rapid. Like rabies. Like rabies. Like rabies. Like rabies. It's a fucking attack dog that's running you down. It's going to fucking kill you. That's Come actually on. one of our stories, man. Damn it. You look... Uh, Preview, preview, preview. Preview? Okay, all right, we'll go for that. All right, maybe that was one of the stories. <laughs> maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, who knows? All right, well, Gavin in Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan in the news. This is episode number 348, 348, and 350 is coming soon, which definitely means that, well, what's We have happen? a special giveaway. We have a raffle. So basically, how to get in the raffle? You send us questions. You send us questions. How many questions? Uh, Whatever you want, as many as you want. About what? About anything, basically. As dumb as you want. Dumb. As serious. Dumb. Serious. Serious. Serious, yeah. Are you serious? I'm serious. You are I'm never serious. I might be joking. <laughs> You're never joking. And, um, okay, so basically, if they send us questions, they get in the raffle. What's in the raffle, Tom? Let's see. Um, we have candy cigarettes, fake IDs. What else? Got Fitted Japan t-shirts. Got Fitted Japan t-shirts. That's a big one. Uh, Kit Kat green tea chocolates. Uh, yeah, what else? Oh, assorted Japanese snacks as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, spank mags. Oh, spank mags and the stripper pictures that I took. Really nasty, raunchy stripper pictures. And, uh, Which means, you know, you love them. You, you either love them, don't show your parents for all you younger fans. We know there's a lot of you high school fuckers out there. And uh, don't show your mom anything in this package. <laughs> don't, don't even tell your mom. If you want, send us an email or something. If you win and stuff, and we'll say it's from like maybe your church or something. There you go. The, the, the Tokyo branch. I don't know. <laughs> then if one of his mom opens it up, it's just all this porno. <laughs> That's uh, a violation of privacy, man. You don't open other people's shit. Your mom opens all your shit. Oh, not where I fucking came from. In like Chicago, they don't. Extra, do moms open boxes? Moms open things. They go through your room. They go through your underwear drawer. I don't know what else they do, but probably a lot of other fucking yeah, crazy. I, I, I realize they, they go through your room, but that's, that's why like every teenage boy knows to hunt, find good hiding spots. Where did you hide your stuff, Tom? Oh man, like I had a, uh, when, when I was in high school, I had like a, I lived downstairs and had like a water bed. Uh -huh. and I had like you know how do you say nooks and crannies in it? Uh huh. Hidden compartments that like you yeah. had a water bed when you were a kid. Yeah, I did. Why? Like, that's weird. I never knew my, anybody my, my, my had a My parents asked me if I wanted one. I was like, all right. That's so wild. I don't, I, I don't think, like, my, my parents didn't buy me one because they were stupidly rich. But, like, how do you say, I think it was like they were pulling a, how do you say, keeping up with the Joneses. And a bunch of other kids got one. They're like, oh, do you want one? I was like, I guess so. I, I was, I was kind of neutral. And then, like, you know, then I told some of my friends in high school. And they're like, dude, you can have really awesome sex if you bang a chick on the bed. And I was like. Right, Mom, I want a waterbed now. <laughs> all right, well, did you? Yeah, I did. It's all right. It's, it's, it's not It's not bad. Well, it's not bad. It's just like, uh, how do you Can say? Can you get your groove on it? Do you get seasick and start puking all over? And no, <laughs> but like, how do you I'm in the say? middle of the ocean. You have to get into a kind of rhythm. You uh, get into a rhythm on No, I'm serious. I'm serious. Like, you... Oh, yeah, yeah, if you get into a kind of rhythm, it's not bad. If it's like, you know, how do you say? If it's... If awkwardly Tom, Tom fumbling. just did a motion, like some kind of like an arm gesture. The wave that like motion. The, it looked like the wave or like the, 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 the 1980s high robot. High tide, low tide, high tide, low tide. 
All right, great. You don't understand what I'm saying, the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, totally. So it can't be psh, 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 psh. It's got to be whoosh, or something like that. You don't know how many people all over the world right now are just puked in their mouth. Maybe. All right, well. Thanks for interesting content, though. <laughs> all right. Um, welcome to the show, sir. We are actually Three Dudes Booze Japan of the News. And uh, Simon, welcome. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, good to have you on. So, like, uh, I met him a couple weeks ago when my boy Sean was hanging out, and we used to drink at Tasuichi. I'm surprised you haven't met him before, but, like, yeah, basically, we're swapping stories. He's got some good ones about traveling and... All right, let me translate that. Tom used to go to this bar called Tatsuyuchi, which is in Shibuya, which is the heart of Tokyo. There, he would meet a lot of people, and there, one time, he met a guy ma named Simon, who's got a lot of good stories. Yes. All right, Simon, welcome to the show. I'm, now, I don't know you. I've never met you except for, like, maybe, let's see, five minutes ago. Well... Thank you for having me. <laughs> but you feel like a brother already. No, He's got good stories. Tell good stories. It's interesting to be here. No, awesome, man. See where the magic's made. Yeah. It's usually not made here. <laughs> but today's just talking about my apartment's awesome. My studio's awesome. You got a keyboard and a computer. You got some DJ stuff in boxes. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's got a great location. Great view of the uh, Nakamegaro River. Yep. Good awesome. for Hanami. That's right. That's, a, that's right. But anyway, so uh, yeah, to our guest. Yes, yeah, Simon. I like Tom has been telling me every single day, sending me emails, sending me messages. Uh, he even tried to fax me. I don't even own a fax machine, but he's always <laughs> only in your imagination. I know, I know. But like, he's just ranting about you, and so I'm very happy that you're on the show. I'm very happy to meet you. And Tom's like, it just. He's got good stories. So, like, so please. Isn't that what we're about? Good stories? I fucking love a good story. No, we're about two dudes boost Japan in the news, but... Uh, and good stories. Now, no, Tom... Are, are, are not the news stories? Well, news story. All right. The, technically, yes, they are yes. stories. But so you're goddamn right. But uh, these stories would be better. Yeah. Okay, well, shit. Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right, so but before we get into these stories, we've got to do dun 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 pick of the week. The pick of the week. The pick is of the it, week. Is it cold now? I mean, you put it in like about a minute ago. Yeah. I don't know. Let me check. Yeah, fuck it. Bring it out. Bring okay. out the pick okay. of the week. Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> oh, this, this one seems pretty alright. Seems alright to me. Alright, fantastic. Simon, give it a nice squeeze there. It's a bottle. Um, give it a nice squeeze anyway. Simon, you are the guest here at Cafe de Japan. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are very proud and happy to fade with you. So we do have this pick of the week. Please tell us and tell the faders what this is, other than beer in a bottle that you can't squeeze because it's glass. Well, eh. Squeeze it anyway. It's an IPA, so you know it's good. Mm. Well, it says Avatar Jasmine. Avatar Jasmine. Is the jazz man some sexy saxophone music we playing in the and, background? Uh, it says uh, it's called Elysian. Mm. So it possibly might be good. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but I have a feeling that it's just going to be like a, okay, the, a run of the mill. You think so? Uh, um, Maybe. We'll see. But there's an actual reason I got this one. Because, like, basically, a couple, sorry, a couple weeks ago, but one fader did us, did send us a picture of, like, it was the same company, Elysium, it was two gorillas on a bicycle. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, like, he said, you guys should totally try this, and, oh, sorry, shit, I forgot his name. 
Oh man, it was. Well, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was it happens to the best of us. It was. It was a couple weeks ago. I do, I do apologize for that. I was. I was supposed to give uh, give a shout out to him, but like, uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> it's even worse that he, you he, said that he. He recommended, like, Elysium. It was two gorillas on a bicycle. It was supposed to be a grapefruit kind of ale or something. And I was like, okay, but I couldn't find that one. So I found this one the same company. Like, mm-hmm. Faders, once again, do send us pictures and do send us, like, you know, I recommend this beer. If we can get it, we, we'll, we'll try it, if time provides. And time will try to remember your name next yeah, time so we can give I you a shout-out. Also that and, like, uh, how do you say, Sean's a big fan. Like, mutual friend, Sean's a big fan. Because, like, y- 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 this guy, Sean, like, wait, if wait, he likes something, he won't shut up about it. That gotta, is true. You gotta yeah. explain to, for the people like you know and you know. I don't know. Nobody else in the world uh, knows. You, you, Sean is a what? You weren't here. Was uh, so Sean about is a, a guy. Ago? Yeah, about a, a month, month ago. ago Tom you, met him. No, you you weren't here. Remember? I wasn't here. Sean, uh, Sean, Sean was, was here. Remember, because uh, had Steve as a guest for uh, Kabuki Joe special. I think it was like three forty four. I think Sean was like three forty five. Okay, so Sean was the guy that was on a previous episode. That's yeah. friends of Tom's. Yeah. All right, good. Now we all know. I explain it, but you interrupted me. You never explain it. You keep on talking, and then nobody knows what you're talking to, about. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, whatever. but like uh, th- this is one of those one of those beers that he just wouldn't shut up about. And he, he, this this guy, man, I, I swear to God, he's, he's a nice guy. But like, if he likes something, especially if he gets a couple drinks in, he won't shut up about it. Okay, so this is from Seattle, and it's three point one percent. Oh. Just joking. 6.3% motherfuckers. 3.1? What the fuck? <laughs> I know. Dude, your smile went away so quickly. No, man. Christmas was canceled. 3.1? <laughs> oh. I think my urine has higher alcohol content than that. Oh, I'm sure it does. It probably does. I'm sure it does. All right, so you, you want me to open this? Oh, dude, do you want to open it? it? Dude, you're the guest. I'll open it. Guess. Guess. You open it. Do yeah. the honors. Mm-hmm. Nice. Right, so, go. how much do you want? Uh, just make make sure there's enough to go around. Wrong answer. Say, we'll take oh, all of it. Give me that goddamn bottle. I want it all. Give that, it to me. Greed is good. That's what she said. <laughs> is, 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 that, is that a what is it? A Gordon Gecko. Gordon Gecko. Yeah. Oh, you oh, gave him more shit. than me. Come on. That's what not are you talking about? I bought the fucking damn shit. Are I... you fucking blind? Look at that. 50-50. Pretty much oh, perfect. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, and you're making... on, you know man. what? Fuck. Leave it to the Englishman to get, get the fucking perfect pour right. And leave it to the American from Chicago to bitch about beer. <laughs> I'm just kidding for all you guys on there from Chicago. We love you guys. Yeah, that's why they invited me on the show, I guess. <laughs> Who invited you on the show? I don't know. I just kind of drunk. Remember, I just, you never really invited me. I just kind of drunkenly stumbled in here one day and camped out on your couch. And you're like, all right, I guess you can be on the show. <laughs> That's actually pretty close to the real story. All I'm, right. I'm pretty sure it is. It's pretty close. But okay, all right. So let's talk about the color. Whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> you're a special guest. So you can be forgiven. First, we give it a nice little smell. Yeah, all right. So, or, or first, we talk about the color, then the smell, and then we talk about the taste after it cheers. This is rather... That's protocol. I, I have to apologize because I can't smell. You can't oh. smell? I was in, like, a horrific drinking accident, like, a couple of years ago. Wait, wait, I guess can't... he does got a lot of good stories. Tom! Wait, wait, what? I haven't heard this one. Wait, did you get punched in the nose and shit? Your nose broke and, like, fucked up all, like, the nasal passages in your brain and shit where you can't, like, like deteriorate the differences between, like, uh, smells? That would be really cool, but I got drunk in Shinjuku and I challenged a guy to a race around the 
pachinko parlor and I fell over and tripped into a fountain and hit my head and uh, I woke up in hospital and I had like a brain contusion. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, really. <laughs> no. It, it, I'm, I'm waiting for the punchline of this. No, and now I can't it, smell. And I can't have children either. That's okay. I've got two. It could be so. worse, man. You could you could have been like, you know, what about like lights out and like you, you would have been blind. So you woke up in a hospital without the capability to smell. Well, I didn't even know I lost. I was just lucky to be alive. And then about... When I got out of hospital, I'd already like booked like a trip to Hong Kong to see the rugby, like the greatest drinking festival ever, the Hong Kong Rugby Sevens. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And we were in the airport. We were in the airport, and uh, I just complaining about all like the cologne, like ah, all this new fucking cologne doesn't smell like shit. Like, but I didn't even realize it couldn't smell. And we were in the sevens and everyone was complaining that it smelled like piss. <laughs> and I couldn't. And then suddenly, click. Like, oh, I can't actually smell. So, wait, it's like gone. It, you know it's like, you know broken. It doesn't work anymore. Dude, not, don't you dare fart because I can smell it. I was, I, I reserve the right to fart in my own studio. I was oh, the right to fucking lean. I was actually kind of whining back if you see me leaning this way. Tom, you're leaning back. That's weird. But I had no idea. And then I went back to the doctor and he said, three months, if it doesn't come back, it'll never come back. Seriously? Is that so, like a so blessing? I'm it didn't, didn't come back. It's a blessing in disguise, right? Well, actually, so? I, I think so because... Most of the world stinks. There are more bad smells than good smells. <sighs> yeah. Just recently. Yeah, but what if you got like bad bo and like you wouldn't know it? Good. Well, that's now, a, other people will. That's a problem. Yes. <laughs> like I think about that, so I just maybe I overdo it, like with like deodorant and stuff. Really? Because I cycle to work and I'm sweating mm. like a bastard, and like I just have to put stuff on. Really. <laughs> Yeah, that's but like, pretty wild. If I look at like the uh, MRI like pictures, there's like a black there's, hole. There's a, there's a whole black dot at the frontal lobe because I fell back and my brain bounced forward and bruised on the front of my skull. Uh huh. That's, that's, that's probably not very recommended. Don't play bouncy bouncy balls with your brain. Yeah, well, well, Tom, you're right. He's got some good stories. He does. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Not okay. even. Not even done with the big week. All right. Let's. Let's. Uh... So yeah, the smell. The smells uh, unnecessary for today. Um, the color. I. I would say this is a it good amber kind of color. A bit fruity though. Amber color. Actually, it smells really good. Kind of. A, I would say dirty dishwasher blonde. Personally. Looks good. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Good right. lacing, good head. All right, uh, uh, you, 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 we got to right. cheers before we you drink. We got to cheers. Food. Sorry. Right. We cheers. We you, drink usually, like men. Usually Tom fucks that up. All right, here we go. Cheers. Hmm. <laughs> Flowerly. Mm, Can you taste that? Like, if you can't smell, like, a lot of your taste is kind of fucked up too, right? It's very sweet. I can taste, but, like, I think the best way to describe it is like mono. Hmm. Like you guys taste in stereo. Ah. Oh. Okay. Okay. People think I can't 
taste. I so, can taste, but like, I, I think it's. So there's what a does, bit of a handicap on it, so kind of like beer is beer kind so of thing. What does uh, you know what tastes like? Well, it always tastes good. Okay, there you go. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I always thought Japanese girls always kind of taste like fish and rice, but hey, maybe that's just me being racist. Yep. Okay. So this beer. <laughs> <laughs> this beer. Okay, I, I think this beer tastes pretty good. It, it's a little bit grainy. It's it is like, very flowery and sweet, though. It is really flowery and sweet. Then again, there's a picture of a fucking flower on this thing. It is, it's not flower, it's jasmine. Jasmine. Maybe that... Is that the taste? Jasmine? It's gotta be jasmine. Jasmine. It's very jasmine-y, flowery. Jasmine-y. Really? A little you, bit grainy. You the sexy alto saxophone music playing in the background. You belong to the city. You belong to the... This is the guy that broke away from the Eagles, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, this is a pretty decent beer. Um, I think it's pretty good. I think it's great. Um, what is it? 6.2? 6. Yeah, 6.2. Mmm. Wow. God, you know that that first, like, the taste just kind of punches you in the mouth a little bit. Pow! But then it kind of, like, deteriorates slowly. In the okay, I, I would say, like, the, the initial taste is a bit of a shocker because mm -hmm. it's not what you're expecting as, uh, from a beer, from the color. Do you think this is an IPA? I mean, it may be an IPA, but it doesn't taste really that hoppy. IPA-ish. It's it's, it, you're right, it's not very hoppy. But it doesn't hoppy at all. ish Maybe it's like like jasmine hops or something. Is that what it is? Is that why they call it a Possibly. jasmine? Possibly. Uh, I is, don't is think there a there's tagline? Can we get the bottle? Uh, I don't. Know. I think the bottle's by you. Well, but not. I don't think this is a session I, beer. Yeah. I don't think you'd want to like nail. I didn't, it. I didn't have the bottle. Seven, like, Six you, of you poured them. it out. Where's the bottle? Is it by oh, me? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Of course, it's by you. Okay. All right. Uh, what do we got? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, Indian Pale Ale, ale brewed with jasmine flowers, eats oh, meets West Coast with a unique floral aroma and a smooth dose of hops. Pour carefully. Avatars, unfiltered, and flower dust may settle in over time. Yeah, it's very, very flowerly, I guess. Flowery. Flowerly. Flowerly flower. But that, uh, yeah, um, I, I well, think it's, it's okay. Too bad. Like, you know, we could have we could have this last week, and I'm sure, like, uh, Taylor would have liked this. Taylor would have loved this. But the thing is... He would have loved this shit. He would have been like making love love to it. He would have taken it to the toilet and fucked it. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But, I'm um, just joking. But the thing is, like, I, I think there's like... It tastes more like tea than it does beer. It does have a tea-ish, but then again... I'm, it tastes I, I'm, really... I might be biased because I like tea. No, Tom, listen. I didn't say anything bad about tea. I'm just saying that this beer... Tastes more like tea. tea mm. Is it like tea beer? All right. If you, it is tea-ish. It is tea-ish. Yeah, it's a little jasmine yeah. tea. There you go. Mm. So, Faders, like, if you're interested in, like, a beer that tastes like tea, or if you just got a big hard-on for a fucking jasmine tea, this is definitely the beer for you. But for me, I kind of like a beery, beery taste. So, I mean, this is not a bad beer. Like, if I'm at, like, like a, I don't know, like some kind of a craft brewery bar or whatever, mm. I'll, maybe I'll have one of these. I'm sure I'd love it. If it's a little bit colder, i like it better. But still, mm. it's, it's not that bad. I'm giving it two thumbs up. Um, I'm gonna give it, well, actually, state why. Oh, actually, you just did. Never mind. Oops. Yeah, I can say it again. Um, uh, no, I'll give it two thumbs up because, like, I don't know if I'd want to drink this all night. Actually, maybe. No, I wouldn't want to drink this all night. 
I'd like to drink this at I work. I, I'd like to drink this at work because I drink tea at work all the time, and maybe I could just dump the tea bottle out and just drink this. And you can get away I, with it. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Just make sure. Uh, pro- pro- probably wait, because, like, in my current job, I can basically I kind of get to do whatever the fuck I want now. That's it. Wait, don't you teach kids? You show. Yep. Are you like shakes the clown and shit? You walk up, hey, little nope. kids, you little fucking bastards, just puking in nope. your. No, because my because my new boss has no clue what the fuck she's doing. So like, I just like oh, there's, there's there's basically the. There's no one there to tell me, no, you can't do this. So within reason, like, I've, I've worn jeans to work already. Like, Jesus, it's supposed to be like... Son of a bitch! Yeah, well, anyway, but, like, yeah, I already threw the textbooks. Power move. Yeah, power move. Yeah, I'm it's just like, I, 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 I love my current job now. It's just like, yeah, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want and fuck it. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, by the way, faders, for all you new faders tuning in, Tom is an English teacher at a high school. So yeah. don't send your kids there yeah, if you send want. Send me your kids. I'll teach no, them all. No, he he just said he's drinking, wearing jeans, shit in his... No, Tom, no. <laughs> it's hyperbole. I'm exaggerating. But anyway. Simon, how do Simon, you, how do you, do you gauge this beer? What, what's the scale? Like, you said two, two thumbs? What's the max? One. Okay. One thumb. Thumb and a chub. Two thumbs. Two thumbs and a chub. chub. Two, uh, two thumbs and a dick in the air. That's basically the scale. And then it goes down if you hate it, but like we don't really usually downvote. I don't think we've ever downvoted a beer. But yeah, well, not since I've been here. It's kind of all beers good, so I give it two, two thumbs. thumbs. Two thumbs, two thumbs, two Tom? thumbs. We, uh, uh, two thumbs. I think all we have around, a general consensus. Thumbs. All right, cool. Yeah, so it I see it, this like. It is the jasmine tea of beers, I would say. It is quite good, though. But I would yeah. say, like, you wouldn't want to drink it all night. Yeah, well, see, yeah, that, that, that's usually, like, two thumbs up and a dick in the air usually means, it means if you went to a party, you could drink it all night and, you'll and love not it. complain. No, you, two thumbs up and a dick in the air means it's the best beer of all time, Tom. Two thumbs up means it's a great beer. Mm. And I say, yeah, this is a great beer. It tastes like, like you know, like uh, jasmine tea. It's fantastic. I don't mind drinking this. Drinking it all night is a little bit of a stretch, but you just said that you can go into your work teaching kids and you could drink it. I might think about it. Well, you might think about it, but you just said that you would. And so this is definitely... The, if you're going to drink at work, this is the beer to drink. If you're going to drink at work. There's no one that will ever suspe- suspect you. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I, I don't know. What they, let me see. Is there flower dust in here, though? I don't think there is. Well, you might be able to get away with it, actually. Can you smell it? It smells It smells like jasmine. It smells like very flowery. 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 God yeah. damn it, I can't you have smell. a speech impediment? You can't say that one word. Yeah, when you're around, it makes me more retarded. All right. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Um, Simon, you are here, and welcome to the show again. Thank you very much for being here. And, um, yeah, Tom, Tom said a million times that you've got great stories. Um, well, we heard one story, which is pretty uh, That's just heavy. That's the appetizer, right? Well... I'll give you the appetizer to the story I was gonna tell. All right, go ahead. Because Wait, I was what, what, what 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 country? Because I know you travel a lot. What what country? I'd like to name this story, like the most expensive rugby game, and how not to become a teacher. <laughs> all right, all right. So okay, that that's a pretty good. It sounds like the title of a, a book, a Pulp Fiction. Well, I'm maybe I'll write the book someday. All right. Well, <laughs> Simon, the mic is yours. All right. So ask me questions as we go. 
right, go, go, go. This, just go for it. This fucked just up. Roll it. I was traveling in Vietnam, and it was around. Do you remember the beach? Oh yeah, yeah Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like yeah, 1998, yeah, yeah. 1999, and everyone wanted to go and do that fucking backpacker dream. Mm -hmm. So I I went to Vietnam, and uh, I was in a bar, and. I was just getting pissed off with what I call I am traveler. Like all of these dicks who are like on their little traveling mission. What you mean mission? Like they're like a uh, Christian or something or they're just no, like, they're no, just... They're, they're following. I think they're following a different God. I see where he's going with this. Yeah. Let, let him answer. Like it. hipster travelers. Let him answer. Yeah. Like you say, hipster travelers. Okay. And one night, like they all wanted to play Uno. And I was like, it's a very serious game. What the fuck are we doing here? We're playing Uno. And I was looking in like the Lonely Planet, and it said like, whatever you do, don't go down on the beach. So I looked across the room, and there was like the Uno game. And then I was like, there's the beach over there. So I was like, I'm going. I'm going down on the beach. Because it's like, you're going to get robbed and shit. Did you get robbed? Dun, dun, dun. Tom, Tom. <laughs> Don't jump the dun, gun. Dun, let, dun. Let, let him tell the story. He's here to tell stories. No, no. I, I, I totally got robbed. Uh, there we go, Tom. Thanks. <laughs> well, we no. opened our Christmas presents early, huh? Didn't we? Yes, no, no. But that's that's cool. This is how the attitude started. Okay, so wait, wait. So, all right. You, you're, you're in a bar. And there's some kids playing Uno over there, and you're like, you know what, Uno, fuck that jazz. I want to do something a little bit different. You look in this, like, Lonely Planet book, and it says, whatever you do, whatever you do, never, never, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever. never, never walk on the beach at night. And you're like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And you walked on the beach. So what happened? You're walking on the beach. Are you wearing, like, 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 like sandals? You wearing, like, like, normal clothes? You got your backpack? What are you, what are you carrying? What are you holding? I just had nothing. I had my wallet. Oh. I, put, I put my cards in my shoes. Good idea. <laughs> and so you prepared for this shit. And I was like... You should I, if you're in Vietnam. I had like $50. Uh-huh. So I just figured like, I want to get robbed. Wow, I've never heard Wait, anybody so say that. Wait, you did this? You just this for experience? Like, I want to get robbed. Why the fuck not, man? It'd be a thrill. I've never heard anybody ever say that in my life. Because it was just like, Uno. We're getting robbed! We'll get robbed. And it was just like, why not experience this? So I met like some girl down on the beach. And like, yeah, we made out a bit. Wait, wait, she's a Vietnamese girl or like a tourist? Because it's a touristy she, beach. She was Vietnamese. Okay. And like, I kind of let her rob me. She's the one that... But you wait, allowed her to... Wait, wait a second. What? I got... Wait, wait, wait. So... So many questions. So when you said you got robbed, that means she robbed you of your... Virginity? There we go. Virginity. That's what I was going to say. Thank you, Tom. No, I just made out with her and I just let her rob me. I just wanted to see how it worked. How did it work? Like... Like one hand's on the wee-wee and the other hand's on the wah-wah-lit. She was just smooth as fuck. Like... They had it all worked out. Like, I made out with her. She had her hand on me. 
and took my money that I allowed her to steal. And she just had a boyfriend you... just behind her on a motorbike and they just went off. Wow. So like that it was so it was worth fifty bucks to get robbed. Do you know what Tom could do for fifty bucks? That guy will touch any part of your body. Seriously, he'll rob you good. But that's that's like kind of the boring part of this story because it, I took the train to Laos. Uh huh. So and like again, like this whole like thought process of like I've. I hate I am traveler. Mm -hmm. So I was on the train and I got pissed off with him again because travelers doing like boring stuff. So I went back to third class. They have third class. <laughs> so I started just drinking Was like there hard a lot of urine feces on the seats. No, it's just wooden seats. Mm. But like. So I went drinking with, like, the third-class people. That sounds great. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. It was fucking awesome compared to, like, first-class, whatever I was in. Mm-hmm. But then I, I fell out of the train. Wait, you you <laughs> fell out of a moving train? Yeah. It was like a, like a action movie. Are you sure movie. this is not where you lost your, like, sense of smell? No. This I, is not the story? You know, like... When you like jump off things and you do that tumble, tumble, or the roll. Move. Yeah. I mean, you probably see it in action movies, but I I fell off a train while drunk. While drunk. Did Did you like like leave all your stuff on the train, or did it come with? What What, what is the situation? Well, well, the train stopped, and I got taken back to my my car. The train stopped because you fell off. The train actually stopped for you? Yeah. What kind of a train? What? Wait, wait, wait. Is this like... Wow, like... Did, did every, was everybody pissed off you? Like, I just see everyone's giving you dirty looks and just pointing at you going, Shame. Shame. You've all made us late. Well, very rarely in my life am I lucky, but it was actually a station. <laughs> if you're going to fall off a train, the station's the best place to fall off. You're like, oh, I fell off. Now I'm back on. So I got, I got taken back to my compartment. Uh huh, and like shame, shame. There was a bit, bit of shame. In the first class or the third class? I I don't know exactly where I was. Second class. He was, was he was drunk too. He was like, he's probably all the same. He was like, <laughs> but like I, I went back to my my bed, and this is like a little bit of shame on me, because I pissed myself. <laughs> And like, you got all the happy stories tonight. It, it was really inconvenient because I pissed all over my passport. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to travel the whole trip with this fucking piss, passport. Piss-soaked piss passport. So did you call it a piss-port after that? It was... Oh, uh, good evening, sir. I'd like to see your passport. Oh, you mean my piss-port? There you go. It's still like dripping with pee. Well, people desk. hand over their passports and they're a little bit crisp. <laughs> but, like, mine. So, no what did longer. you do in Vietnam? So, again, I got to Laos. And it happened again. Like, I was in the I Am Traveler situation. You know what? There's, like, a lot of, like, these, these weirdo foreign. It's kind of like. 
Tokyo now, right? Where like everybody's mm-hmm. kind of like a backpacker or something. Like I mean, it just yeah. Made you there's, kind a, of there's a big there's a big influence of t- tourists now. Yeah, some of them are right, some of them are not. Yeah, you just wanna have fun. Like you you don't want like those fake like I'm just want this experience on my resume. Yeah, I, I, I get that, but like... Like, I had fun. I went to Thailand when I, I did was... real fucking shit. I did fucking shit. Come on, let's, let's, let's see like, some of the shit, man. Like, what, what's He's getting going? to it, yeah. yeah. Well, I have to edit a little bit out now, because we talked about... Because he was blacked out. Because <laughs> he was blacked out. <laughs> because... Drinking, drink, drink, drinking. And then what happened? Well... I just woke up this one day and I was... Wait, uh, wait, 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 what was going on? Well, I was in a bar and they wanted to watch Harry Potter. What? Wait, wait, all the foreigners want to watch Harry Potter? Wait, when you say foreigners, what kind of foreigners? Where are they from? Which countries? Is it like all one country or miscellaneous countries? Uh, mix. Okay, okay. Mix mix of everything. So like <laughs> these guys from Chile, they just fuck everything up. No, I'm joking. Maybe. <laughs> no, but like it happened again. They wanted to watch Harry Potter, and I'm like, I'm not watching Harry Potter. So I went out, and I went to find some action. Nice. And me and this guy from New Zealand. Those guys are troublemakers. Well, he was just like. He was with his girlfriend or wife, and he was like, I don't want to deal with this. This is bullshit, watching Harry Potter. So we went out and found some action, Mm -hmm. and we found these two girls. Amazing looking girls, traditional dress. It was awesome. Went back to their, like, hut. They had, like, a... A hut? Like a hut. Yeah. It was like a shack. Okay, okay. Like if I if I was trapped in there I could have escaped by running in any direction I chose. (laughs) (laughs) But we were with them and then Yeah, getting it on with the girls. But like so we got it on and then he freaked out. So we're in this house and he like freaked out and he ran off. Because he had his wife or girlfriend and he got cold feet. But I'm, I'm there and I'm like, I'm still good. So. Two girls. Game on. Sounds pretty alright. So I had an awesome night with these two girls. Woke up in the morning. Oh, I, I forgot to say, like, I had a bottle of whiskey from the bar, which I refused to leave. So I had this bottle of whiskey. And then in the morning, woke up. New Zealand guy stole my clothes. What? <laughs> he stole all your clothes? Yeah, he just put on all the clothes. So I had nothing. And I'm just in this little shack. Like naked. Yeah. Because I'd been having the best kind of fun. And then I had to borrow clothes. But all the girls had were like some hot pants. And like a... 
kind of like a it was a t-shirt but it might as well have been a crop top no shit so i had to walk all the way across town like with this bottle of whiskey which i'd paid for i'm not giving that up no way <laughs> no and i've got hot pants i had no shoes either <laughs> you know it, 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 it just seems like like how do you say it's like man this guy had a, obviously had a good fucking night right when he's <laughs> stumbling back or they're gonna say man you gotta switch professions dude you're the ugliest looking prostitute i've ever seen <laughs> well i probably look like the ugliest prostitute you'd ever seen but the smile from ear to ear dude wouldn't go away right i was At happy this point, yeah was... probably not right really you know what fuck it but then like after that humiliation or conquest I went to the next town and then I just thought I'm gonna hook up again need more need more so hooked up with this girl and then in the morning the police came in the hotel room and apparently in Laos you cannot sleep with a Lao woman like man and wife Wait, like me missionary style? You can't have sex with a Lao woman unless you're married. Oh, okay, all right. That's fucked. But like on the arrest statement, it was like, can't have sex with a Lao woman like man and wife. Question, how did they know that you had sex? They found condoms in the bins. So they, they kicked open the door, and they're like, Freeze, we heard some noise. Freeze, this is sex police. Yeah, exactly. Have you been doing anything naughty tonight, sir? Let me taste your penis. But they <laughs> they put us in jail, and they interrogated... Even the girl. Even the girls. Everyone was locked up. Everyone? Wait, wait, two? Yeah. You and her? Yeah. Okay. And then I was just, nah, didn't do it. Didn't do it. Didn't do it, and sh they broke her... They broke her. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they had my passport. Uh-huh. And they were like... This thing smells like piss! <laughs> and they... At this point, you don't feel bad about pissing on your passport, right? Well, yeah. They, well, they had my passport. I was locked up. And they were like, do you want to do six months? <laughs> like, no! No thanks. Six months for six seconds? What the fuck? Seven. But, <laughs> 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 but like... I was in this, like, comical jail cell. What do you mean? You know, like, when you watch westerns and they're in oh, okay. a jail cell. Did you use your belt to try to get the key? <laughs> Taunt over the dog or something. <laughs> like, oh sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. But they had my passport. I was stuck. And they'd broken her. And, like, they, they either wanted, like, six months I had to do. Or I pay $500. I can guess which one you cho you chose. So, wait. Then it kind of becomes prostitution, kind of, right? The cops forced you into prostitution. You were a good Christian lad until then, huh? No. Well, I was a good lad. <laughs> but then, like, just to bring this story full circle, we spent one night under house arrest, and they let us watch the rugby. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. It was uh, Wales versus New Zealand. 
Wait, you and the girl had to stay in a house together and watch, like, with no... The cops are like, I don't have sex. <laughs> Here's her whiskey back. We're going to put you in a room with the rugby and don't have sex. Well, I wasn't allowed to see her. She's in like, what? Like, oh, wait, the same... Wait, no, no. In the same house, same they, room. They let me out, but I couldn't go anywhere because they just watched me. So oh, I, they were her? watching what, her. What about her? And you. She so, was just under, like, house arrest with the family. Uh, that's... Wait, is that's that shameful funny. on her? Like, oh, she was in big trouble. Mm. Oh, man, you ruined that girl's life. Yeah, she ruined my month. <laughs> she ruined my vacation, <laughs> goddammit. Oh, God, you fuckers. But I watched this rugby game. $500 rugby game, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and it was actually the last $500 I had. Oh. So what do you do in Vietnam penniless? For, wait, how long did you have to stay in there after that? Like Credit what? cards, maybe? You can't use credit cards in Vietnam, can you? They took us under police guard. For the rest of your time in Vietnam, you're under police guard. This is Laos. So it's like you and your tour group and a cop. <laughs> watching you the whole time yeah no way so i'm just like so we're gonna go see a temple um can he see the temple with us and the cops like yeah he can come see the temple yeah. and it it sucked and it was the last 500 dollars i had so and so a lot of people were going shame shame what did you do for like food and money and all that shit well that was the last 500 dollars i had so i had to become a teacher <laughs> that's why he's here and that's why I'm a teacher you became an English teacher in Vietnam with the cop because I couldn't do anything I had no money so I had to work and you had to stay in Vietnam how long did you have to stay in Vietnam before you made money to leave Vietnam no I, I paid the $500 Yeah. but that was that was the last of my funds so now it's like, I don't have enough money to go home. So I was you started a, teaching? Because I was on a one-way ticket to Australia. And it's like, well, I don't have enough money to go to Australia. So, oh, fuck it. I've become a teacher in Thailand. How far away is Vietnam to Thailand? Is it far? Vietnam or Laos. He was, he's talking about Laos. He was in Laos. But isn't... Oh, Laos is the country. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry, so, dude. For some reason, I thought Laos is Saigon. I got it confused. No, it's it's close. Yeah. Three hours. Five hours. Money. Hey, I'm an English teacher. I can teach you English. Give me money. So, wait. You're an English teacher there. And what's it like being an English teacher there? They give you some books. They're like, all right. ABCs. Kids are there. Do your thing. I had no idea. I just needed to get a job. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... Okay, I guess I guess I'll be an English teacher. And the the rest of the tour group just left. They're like, it was nice knowing you, Simon, but um, fuck you. We got Harry Potter waiting for us on the plane. Part well, two. I wasn't really in a group. Like you're just traveling around and people get oh, together. Oh, I thought yeah. you were like with the same group of people traveling no. around. They're all just a bunch um, of lamos. No, no, no. But you know, group of tourists. Maybe you see some of the same bases. Like you know, you you call it quote unquote group. You're kind of friends, but you're not tight. Yeah. Got you're it, traveling got it. buddies. Oh, oh, Fight Club, like you said, like a single-serving friend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man, so that's that's pretty insane. So you became an English teacher. And how long were you an English teacher there? Three years. Three years? 
Jesus Christ, man. I'm sure you got like a million amazing stories. And then that's how I came to Japan. How did you come to Japan? Japan? He was like, you know what? Fuck it. This has got to be easy. Like, I need toilets with toilet paper. And that talk to you. Japan, here I come. You, you were the one preaching about Thailand. Like, oh man, they got deep, nice, deep tissue massages. No, no, I said the tissue paper. Like, mm. to wipe your butt. Yeah. Wait, they don't have tissue paper? What? what? Yeah, dude, you gotta bring your own... If you go... Have you ever been to, like, outside of Japan and other Asian countries? No. Okay. Because well, in Thailand, they just have, like, ass blasters. Yeah. It's like a hose gun. Yeah. In some parts of China and shit, you gotta, they grow out their pinky fingernail. They use their pinky fingernail to scrape away, and then they put in, like, a little bowl of water and shit, and they put soap on their fingers. Left hand, right hand. <laughs> yeah, well, they usually use the left hand. That's why in India, they only use the right hand to eat. Mm. Tom, I can't believe you don't know this shit. You live in Asia. <laughs> A certain part of Asia. So, <laughs> do you have any questions? Because that's like a good story. No, that's a pretty good story. So, I mean, you, you go to like Vietnam and stuff, and you go to Laos, and you get robbed on purpose. Did you experience how to get robbed? I've been robbed before. And I told about that. I talked about that on the show a couple of times and shit. Mine was a little bit more violent. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, actually, there's no sexy stuff in my in my robbery. Um, I have an ultra violent story, but like, I decided to share the cool one today. <laughs> no, that was a cool. That was a great one. I mean, I mean, getting robbed and paying for it's kind of cool. <laughs> I guess. Well, I don't know. It depends on what she Same looked like. I guess. Losing fifty. I just you know, wanted fifty bucks just to make out with a girl just for the experience. I just wanted to see, like, how they did it. That's it. That was like, just like, just did, did it sate your intellectual curiosity? No, but, but just, just think about it. Just think about it, like, the order the story went in. Like, how, how do you say, like, okay, like, when you had to pay the $500 fine to, like, not go to fucking jail for banging a girl, did you maybe think at the back of your head, you know, that 50 bucks that I let go, maybe I could be using that right now. Yeah. But then... The thing with bribing in Southeast Asia is you gotta get on it quick. Once you get in the system, you're fucked. No, you gotta get them straight away with the bribe. Yeah, you gotta put in your passport. Yeah, like 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 people that ride motorcycles that don't have license, they put the money in their passport and shit, like the foreigners. So when the cops pull them over and shit like that, they just give them the passport. And there's a hundred bucks there. But once it goes into the system, like you're fucked. So. Mm. I was, I was in the system. You're already in the they system. They had me locked up in this comical, Wally Coyote like jail cell. How was the food? Did they give you just like rice, and, like dirty water? They didn't feed me. No way. How long were you there well, for? Overnight. They they let me out to watch rugby. <laughs> <laughs> How did you negotiate that with on bribery? Let me ask that question. They had my passport. And they it's were like, like, well, he ain't going nowhere. He's not a flight risk. Because there's only one ATM in Laos. Really? There's only there's one what? ATM? Yeah. There must be a line going down the fucking goddamn block. So they just knew that I couldn't do anything, and they just watched me. And I just watched this game, and I was really happy. But at the same time, it was like, tomorrow's going to be a bad day. Oh no, that sucks. I hate it when you know a bad day's coming up, you know? If the day just happens to be a bad day, that sucks. But if you're like, 
Tomorrow is going to suck. That's the worst bad days. It's never fun. Mm-mm. And they made me pay for their bus tickets as Ooh. well. Really? Insult to injury. Man, jeez. What are the cops like? Like in Thailand, all the cops are really short, but they're really buff, dude. Like all the cops in Thailand look like fucking fighters, dude. They all know like, what's that, that martial art Muay Thai? But the things are... Right, have you seen The Raid? Wait, like, you know which that... one? Oh, the movie? The movie, The Raid? Uh-uh. No, like, I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't actually seen the movie, but I've seen, like, clips from it. It was just, like, you know, just fucking batshit insane fighting, a lot of killing. And when they were, like, interrogating me, like, in the interrogation room, mm-hmm. like, they were all in uniforms, like, being badass. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. like, the next day when they, like, took me to the ATM. Yeah. In the only place there was an ATM. They were all like in like casual clothes, and it's like I'm surrounded by badasses. <laughs> oh, so they are badasses, like in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, like they just look like. Cause I thought about doing a runner in the night, or as we all do, as one does, <laughs> as one does. And it's like, no, they don't kill me. Well, what are you gonna <laughs> do though? You I don't the... want to do six months. Dude, six months in Thailand, it's not as bad as North Korea and shit. You're not going to fucking go home with brain damage and fucking die two days oh, later. Oh, that, that recent but, story, yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. but yeah, well, we all know that. Everybody knows that. The world knows that. But the thing is, I mean... Well, you will... that's kind of a good link to the news, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Because yeah, that's maybe... a fucked up news story. Uh, that is a pretty fucked up story, yeah. Um, don't go to North Korea. Yeah, well, North Korea right now is claiming to be the victim, if you guys read the news. I don't want to talk too much about this, but the fucking thing is, to a slight degree, they do have a point, because fucking the whole world knows, don't go to North Korea. Mm. If you go to North Korea, everybody knows, the only person that said, go to North Korea, two people said, go to North Korea. Henry fucking Rollins, that fucking douchebag, and fucking uh, the basketball player, Dennis, Dennis Rodman, Rodman yeah. right? And Henry Rollins on fucking, what's called, Joe Rogan's like, yeah, man, everybody should go to North Korea and really experience it. I want the whole world to go, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, don't say that, dude. Fucking, like, us in Asia, we, we know that it's a fucking dangerous place. Well, fucking guess uh, what happens. Yeah, One guy yeah. goes there and he gets completely fucked and he winds up fucking dead. Like, uh, years ago, it was a Japanese woman. Like, uh, she just, like, how do you say, like, you're on a guided tour and you can't, like, get away from the guys. She just decided to run off and go to the beach and she got popped in the head. Like, bullet to the, straight up bullet to the brain and said, oh, she might have been a spy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just don't go to North yeah, Korea. Just, why would you want to fucking go? As, don't a, go to- as an American, I wouldn't want that fucking stamp on my passport. Like, you know, can you imagine going to, like, other countries and being like, oh, North Korea, what's this about? Yeah, it is kind of shady. Yeah, it's shady yeah. as shit, dude. So, so, Simon, tell us about your experience in North Korea. Well... I haven't been to North Korea. Yeah, I knew oh, that. Yes. Smart man. Oh, shit. Wait, are you planning on going? Don't be a douchebag. Don't be one of those hipsters like, I can make it. I... I want to go. Oh, man. Oh, are you man. fucking I nuts? I failed that fucking answer. I think I think we just got to hop onto the news, man. No, but, like, I would like to go. Because... How many people go to North Korea? I'd like to go somewhere where people haven't been. Well, quite a quite a few people that aren't willing to go, as all the kidnapping victims would attest to. Think of it as like Willy Wonka's factory. People come in, but some don't come out. Yeah, and I'll be Charlie. 
Oh, man, dude. I wish you the best of luck. Please take lots of secret photos and uh, yeah, do not like, like us on Facebook. We don't want him to get us fucking busted. <laughs> <laughs> He's like fucking busted. Kim Jong-young, it wasn't my fault. Godfrey Japan told me to do it. Oh, Godfrey Japan, those motherfuckers. I usually like the podcast. They're so funny. But it's so not. funny, but it's oh, not this top time. of my list. It's definitely not top. Really? It's at the top? All right. I'm thinking it's at the fucking bottom. Right right along with uh, Syria. Not known. I went to Tunisia. Tell us another story. What else happened? Uh, well, you say there's a fucking dark story. Something that, like, really dark happened. Really dark? Yeah. Well, that's the one story that you guys you guys were talking about, like, like at the you beginning of the show. You said there was show. one story you wouldn't... We, you wouldn't tell me about at Tatsuichi, but you said you would tell if you came in the show. That was just fucking insane. Were you guys, like, blackout drunk at Tatsuichi talk, telling stories and shit? Now, we like... blackout drunk. We are just drunk. There's a difference. Yeah, there wow. is a difference, but... This is one from, uh... Tokyo. Mm-hmm. This happened in Tokyo. So, like, I think I got pretty much... Like drugs or something with my beer mm-hmm because I went out to see like uh, uh, what was it it, it would have been like rugby game or something in uh, Rapongi oh Rapongi first mistake mm. yeah and this is a bad Rapongi story oh no but like right. this is not uncommon no offense but like I was drinking with like I just went out by myself it's another bad mistake. And Rapongi. Faders, when you come to Japan, don't go to Rapongi. It's a shithole. It's it's not cool. <laughs> no. It's not fun. <laughs> don't read the fucking lonely planet about Rapongi. <laughs> but like I went drinking with like these Irish guys or I don't know. I think they were Irish, but we were drinking, we had fun, we went to another bar. And then, like, later in the night, I, I just woke up. It's like, by myself in, like, this, like, dungeon bar. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, down in the basement of some place. And I was the only person, and there was, like, a bartender. I was, like, yeah, I was the only one. So it's like you and a bartender in a bar that looks like a dungeon. Chains, whips, handcuffs. No, was was like, your ass a little bit sore or any other no, part of your body? It wasn't like a theme bar, but like it was just like a basement, like really basic bar. And I was like, where am I? And I was like, all right, I pay the bill. And they wanted like 60000 600 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck that I'm not paying. I, I have uh, 5,000 yen in my wallet. And they wanted me to pay all this money. So I just refused. Mm. Uh, the same thing. I did the same thing for a taxi driver a couple of weeks ago. But yeah. We all heard that story. Mm. <coughs> but then like. Because I was refusing. <coughs> I don't know. It was like magic. Like. I. I don't want to make it sound like racist, but like three big colored dudes came out of nowhere. Nah. You should probably say black <laughs> dudes, <laughs> but yeah. Let me guess, Nigerians. <laughs> well, let's not make it racist. Let's make it. I bet it's Nigerians. But I bet. they were like big dudes, and 
they just kicked the fucking crap out of me. Wait, they were punching you and kicking you and like holding you up, muscle on you? I think I broke a rib. <clears throat> Damn. Did you go to the hospital? I, I did after the event, but like they basically just dragged me and made me go to the ATM and pay money. Jesus. You know, if you go to the ATM and you put in your pin, you put in your card and you put your pin number in backwards, backwards. yeah, it contacts the cops. Oh, I did As a know. robbery. So yeah, so when you go in there, they're forcing you to fucking pay and shit. If your your number is one two three four, you put four three two one, and the cops come, because it happens so often here. <clears throat> well, in Rapongi, in Rapongi, let me say, it. <laughs> not in Japan, it's, but in Rapongi, it does. It's not just Japan. It's quite a few other countries. No, no, I mean, like, no, of course it happens all over the world, but, like, in Japan, it only happens in Roppongi. Hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Maybe uh, Shibuya and Shinjuku from time to time, but Roppongi's the hot spot. But then they <laughs> just Never said they'd there. follow me. Well, like, if the cops show up and shit, they're not going to follow you. The cops I, be like... I didn't know about this reverse uh, pin yeah, number thing. I'm sorry, dude, but, yeah, yeah. now we know. So that... That sucked. That really sucked. You had to pay them and shit? 200,000 yen. <laughs> Wait, Damn, which is wait, appreciably was... higher with the first 60,000 yen they said. Every time I break a bone, the price goes up. Well, I guess I should have just paid the initial bar fee. With the money that you didn't have in your pocket. Did you call the cops after that? But, like, they followed me? They kept on following That's me? ATM, ATM? Oh, man, dude, that really sucks. Well, he can't do anything about it now and shit. Well, fucking, this is a fucking perfect example for all you faders to know. Never, uh, ever, never, 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 never on any reason whatsoever, however, never, 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 ever go to Rapongi Because Rapongi yeah, is nothing but bad news. Rapongi fucking sucks. It sucks. What? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it's dude. It's overpriced and it fucking sucks. But anyway. Yeah, dude. Well, that was a terrible story. I mean, well, I mean, it makes, like, good content, you know? I mean, for, like, I mean, for, like, somebody says, hey, man, let's go to Rapongi tonight. You're like, you know what, Rapongi? I've got a story about Rapongi. No, didn't, didn't, didn't I, like, I've told stories about my friends getting, like, robbed, and you've told stories, you said, like, a year ago, like, your friend Ghost got robbed. Oh, yeah, Ghost got robbed there, too. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I, I think I told a similar story. One of my friends, he didn't get robbed, but he, like, how do you say? Same he knew situation. He- I work. I have to work there all the time and I walk down the street yeah. and you see and the I, same place and you're like and I oh, shiver because <laughs> I see the the guys you see the same guys and they look at you and they're like we got you once we'll get you again whoa because I teach business classes at like 8.30 oh, in the morning so that's why you gotta keep and I'm walking past oh man that sucks place oh god i think i told my like a story like one of my friends like something similar happened to one of my friends but like he knew what to do and he knew to be like no 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 911 call the cops 119 bitches what's up no you're really lucky that fucking you didn't wake up and shit they're like okay sir the door's right here kidney missing well no you well that too you walk out the door and shit and all of a sudden you realize like fucking like two weeks later that fucking your credit card bill is like fucking like 20 times higher than what it should be you know Mm. I kind of, however shit the experience was, I've never been in a fight before. Did you punch him? I tried. Mm. Well, that's a good start. Like, there were, I mean, I knew I was going to get 
the crap kicked out of me. Three dudes against one, man. You can never win unless you are Chuck Norris or Bruce Lee or Steven Seagal in the movies. Love Chuck Norris. <laughs> but like, Before yeah. beard or after beard? Has to be full beard, Chuck Norris. Full beard. All right. All right. And cool. He's an old man, but he's still a badass. But I, I tried. I got my ass kicked. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. All right, faders, what we're going to do is we're going to jump into the news. What we have here is we got the top five news stories of this week. Well, actually, two weeks because we didn't do the news last week. But don't worry because these stories are the top five stories from the last two weeks. Two weeks, motherfucker, and they'll be good. <laughs> I hope they're good. They okay. better be. Well, this first story is pretty interesting because this first story is about something that we've been talking about for the last uh, six months. Six months I guess the newest thing to smuggle, to bring into Japan, to bring out of Japan, to, to, to buy and sell goods inside and outside Japan in the black market is gold. Yes, pirate gold. Arr, matey. We've got gold. And um, this is kind of a story about like how gold and grannies. Yes, that's right. Gold and grannies are dealing with gold. Arr, matey. Oh, let me get my walker. Uh yeah, your golden walker. My All right. golden walker. So I think the best way to do this is to go around in a circle since we got three people. We're so going to circle jerk. Uh, no, Tom, but you are going to read the story. Here we go. All right. um, I cross out all the uh, parts that are unnecessary. That's yeah, these yeah, parts sure, right sure, there. Sure. That's fine. To make a long story uh, acceptable for our listeners with all short right. attention spans. All right. Well, tagline is quite interesting. So here we go. Gangsters, grandmothers, and gold. Sounds like the story... GGG. Of G's. epic proportion. Of epic proportions. Japan's new crime wave. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, here we go. 
An old-fashioned crime is experiencing a resurgence in Japan. Gold smuggling. Gold smuggling. Gold, Gold smuggling. Arr, matey, sorry, you get to read it in mean pirate voice. This the authorities say that. that they are contending with a startling rise in the amount of gold being brought illegally into the country. The smugglers, an array of professional criminals and enterprising amateurs, have been profiting by dodging import taxes and duties in case, uh, in some cases worth more than millions and millions of dollars. The rest of it have jumped 40-fold in the last few years. <laughs> what? Recently, the, basically, people would be smuggling in gold. Yeah, Forty times the rest within the last couple of years. So, ar, it's pirates. Arr, matey. It's pirates. It's straight up pirate shit. So, instead of Pirates of the Caribbean, it's pirates in Tokyo Bay? Pirates of the Grannies. Tokyo Bay. Which, which they'll mention, which is part of the story. Crime rates in Japan are among the world's lowest and have been falling further and further as the aging population grows. However, these are nonviolent crimes. Other violent crimes, such as shoplifting and embezzling, have remained more common than other offenses. Yeah. As such, you say, murder and robbery. Ooh. Oh, Tom, you're the one that dropped the ball now. Oh, d d <laughs> out of all the people that dropped the ball, you're the one. Tom, uh, faders, so Tom at the beginning of the show is like, listen, we don't want anybody doing anything embarrassing by keeping their phones on. Was off. <laughs> right. Easy experts say. <laughs> Somebody dropped the ball. Easy experts say gold smuggling is the type of crime that might appeal to even a law abiding citizen in Japan. It, it requires no violence, has no victims except the state co coffers, and does not call for an aging person to carry a gun. Psychologically, oh, it's. Geez. Psychologically, it's something you can say you can do more casually than drug smuggling. That's in quotes, uh, by Takahisa Ushibata, a criminologist in Osaka University of Economics and Law. People see it as easy and want e extra quick cash, almost like a part-time job. In all, in <laughs> Officer, all the it's a part-time job. Yeah, I'm just doing my duty, right? Just like you are. In small amounts, gold can be easy to smuggle. Rings, necklaces, earrings, gold pierces in your tongue and your nipples. Customs, customs officials report that people carry it to Japan in small pouches sewn into their underwear and in bars taped to the bottoms of their feet. It's skid marks. Golden skid marks. I want those skid marks. That'd be awesome. I don't want to see you, your you skid marks. The, you give me the goose that loads the golden eggs. <laughs> like, <laughs> how, how many people would want to hang out like if your skid marks were just gold? Just like oh, I just oh, I seem to like uh, left a little bit of a trail in in your toilet. I made a bit of a mess. Like don't worry about it. We'll clean it up. <laughs> Cause it's, it's gold, motherfucker. <laughs> Tom, you can shit in my toilet anytime if it's gold. I might just take you up on that offer. You have, and you'll never do it again. <laughs> this month, the police in central Japan arrested five women in their fifties and sixties on suspicion of hiding <laughs> nearly seventy pounds of gold in their clothing on flights from South Korea, a haul worth one point two million dollars. South Korea doesn't seem like a place that has a lot of gold. 
It does not. So, I mean, they're probably bringing it in from some other country. No, it's it's got to be from China or maybe North Korea. No way. I'd say it's Nepal. Gotta, it's got to be smuggled in. Nepal. Australia. Korea is a peninsula, though. Yeah, no, but they got airports. I, I can't imagine, like, like Kim Jong-un, like, we got to get rid of this gold. No, Kim Jong-un wants gold so he can buy shit. Maybe. The women accused of leading the group, the 66-year-old. The six dirty six. No, the six golden six. Six golden six? Or the golden old, 66. Old she, she, a bo- she owned it like a boss. She's 66 years old. She's like, you know what? I ain't having any good shit. I live in Japan. I'm going to live longer. I want my retirement money. Give it to me. <laughs> she's got a pension. Yeah, she, she, she's going to have a bigger pension. Or <laughs> I've got the she would have. She would have had she not been caught. She had a golden ticket. She admitted making eight such trips in the past three years, according to the police. Criminals in Japan covered the airfare and hotel bills of her and her companions and paid them to, between $200 and $400 per round of smuggling gold. That's it? No, that's a lot, dude. Four hundred bucks a round? No, it's four hundred bucks a pound. Like, that's, that's a shitload of gold, dude. She has like fucking like thirty pounds in her like uh, purse or whatever and stuff, and it's four hundred bucks a pound. That's a lot of money. And I'm sure they give her more than one pound to carry. I'm sure they fucking stuff these chicks with tons of fucking gold and stuff. So when they cross the border and stuff, it's probably thousands of dollars for them. I, I agree. It's probably a smart idea because, like, Granny, who, who the fuck's going to I would say with it's granny? smart, but... Well, not for, for the bosses, not maybe not for the grannies. Well, I guess it's a different approach. I mean, usually, like, mules are fucking, like, like tourists. Like, people that are coming to Japan or coming to other countries, like, backpackers. Backpackers... Hey, the... would you like to shove this condo of cocaine up your ass? Well, that's kind of what... Have you ever seen the TV show Banged Up Abroad? Yes. Yes, that's what it's all about and shit. They, they, they fucking, like, get, like, like young people and shit that, are, that want to travel and stuff, and they give them fucking, like, like shit to, to like, like, gold or whatever and stuff, and then they travel from, like, country to country and stuff, and they, they, they smuggle it. They're called mules, right? Well, that, that's what I was talking about with, like, I am traveler. Like, these guys just traveling, I am traveler. They'll do it. Yeah, dumb, stupid foreigners. They'll take it. Because they're living this, like, I'm doing the... And they might get a massive jail sentence, you know, five, ten years, or who knows. What, five hundred dollars, or six (laughs) months in jail, or... You only had sex with a girl. What? But oh, for that sorry, yeah. I've never inserted gold in my ass. <laughs> well, if you are gonna put anything up there, gold is probably the best thing, actually, right? To, to be honest, you can't I, get AIDS. Actually, I, I kind of gold want, AIDS. I, I kind of almost want to do it just just for no other reason. I say I went to the toilet and I shat out gold. All right, uh, I almost next story. Do that just for that <laughs> one reason. Story. Next story. <laughs> I keep my wedding ring away from you. All right, wedding rings on. I might take it off during this story. (laughs) All right. Men's men's nipple covers may just be the dating solution. Japan is looking for... Looking for nippleless may just be the next fashion trend. Japanese sports goods retailer Dotstore has recently seen a massive demand in one of their items. 
men's nipple covers. Ah, uh, really? Depends on their size. What if they're the size? They could be the, maybe it's like small, medium, large. Small is like fucking band aids. Medium is like fucking thimbles, and large shot glasses. <laughs> There's only a good size. <laughs> My nipples are covered with these shop glass, shot glasses. Come on. Sales this year have uh, surpassed the previous with more than 55,000 units already sold. What? What? What the fuck? Like, a 2013 study revealed that up to 84% of people find nipples poking through shirts to be utterly repulsive. Repulsive? I love how he reads this with his British accent. Come on, repulsive? Repulsive? Understandably, since staring right into someone's personal headlights can hurt the eyes, especially during a meeting or a date. <laughs> Mr. Seto, I cannot concentrate on this negotiation because your nipples are poking me right in the eye. But they look so good. <laughs> <laughs> They're so firm. Mm. It can be a huge turn-off. In a meeting. <laughs> unless you are into that kind of thing. Are they like band-aids? Tom, I've never seen your nipples. Are you wearing these? <laughs> no, I'm not. Tom, which brings a which brings an excellent Tom point. has no nipples. Oh, would you like Dude, to no, see my No, 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 I don't want to see your cow nipples. <laughs> which which brings it up to an excellent point though because like seriously like really who said this is a fucking problem? I don't know. Maybe I'm commenting commenting as a very heterosexual male, but uh I don't know, like, I like a little bit of a nipple thing, and, and you know... When I'm in a business meeting and I'm talking to my boss, if I don't see nipples, game over! I'm talking about the, with the ladies. Guys, like, ah, I brush it off. It's like, yeah, moving on. I don't, I don't care, it just it registers in my head. Dude, this is for dudes, obviously. Well, it's for dudes. It okay. can't be for women, can it? Okay, well, okay, if you, if you want to say, does if it? You, if you want to fucking support... Yeah, it's, it's obviously got to be for dudes. If you want to support this argument, what was it, like a... Batman and Robin or Batman Forever where they had the nipple bats. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a bad idea. It was idea. universally fucking hated by literally everybody. I couldn't concentrate on anything that happened in that movie just because of those nipples. Because, Jesus Christ, no, what the fuck? I was Batman just... does not need nipples. Yeah, you were mesmerized. You couldn't focus on anything, could you, Tom? <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Neither could any of us. Well, <laughs> like, has anyone ever been turned on by nipples? On dudes? I don't know. Ask the ladies. Maybe we're the wrong people to ask. Holy smokes, that's right. We need a feminine opinion on this. Like... Especially Japanese, though. Japanese, like, uh, girls gotta, like... They like to lick the nipples on a dude, so... I don't that like that. That is definitely a thing. I what? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't either. Like, I feel... Violated? It, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, you like, what are you I don't doing? Like I don't like it because like it's it's actually ticklish for me, so I'm just like, oh, stay the fuck away from that. <laughs> yeah, it's like ticklish. Just... Okay, so ladies, if you ever meet Tom, 
twist his titties. Yeah, Moving on to go. the next story. There you go. But like, yeah, it's no, but you, you know what I think? Here's, here's the bottom baseline of this story. Like, <laughs> the base drops. Yeah, yeah, they're just trying to fucking sell a product. They're, they're they're promoting, they're pumping this bullshit story, but it's bullshit. We all know it's fucking bullshit. Well, dude, they sold a lot of them. How can it be that much bullshit? They inflating the numbers. Oh, come on. Who's reporting these numbers? I want to know. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Moving on. Man on bicycle dies after plunging into bay during chase by Okinawa police. A man pending a bicycle died after plunging into a harbor during a chase by Okinawa Prefecture Police in Nara City on Tuesday reported. At around 5.30 a.m., which means this guy is faded. Who is not faded at 5.30 a.m. in the morning? Unless they're going to work. Maybe early. He was early on the, in the dock. Morning. Maybe he was going fishing. Or maybe he's going fi- It is Okinawa. He could be going, I need to go. Well, then he's going this to work. This motherfucker going fishing, man. He's going, going to work. Yeah. Nah. He's fucking faded. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Come on, let's be like, honest. Let's be honest. I was, I was playing devil's advocate. Yeah. He was fucking drunk. He was wasted. All right. <clears throat> Believed to be in his 50s, plunged into the Nara port while on a bicycle. As he was being pursued by officers in a patrol car, the man was later confirmed dead at a nearby hospital. Man, a bicycle. Jesus Christ, if he's evading like police and like like Okinawa and shit, he, he might as well be on like roller skates or a horse or something. Because a bicycle, dude, the cops can fucking, like if they're in a car and you're in a bicycle, car wins. Yeah, except though, like how do you say, he's going around the docks, like how difficult for him to negotiate by a car. Yeah, or navigate. Yeah, sorry, navigate. Eh, you're right. <laughs> negotiate. Navigate. <laughs> but like, you, you think like, you know, he's running his little bicycle, just like, ha ha ha, you'll never catch me. Ha ha ha, I'm the gingerbread man. <laughs> if he's going downhill, maybe. Um, pray but, 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 we'll keep reading. I've, I've read this story, I know it. Okay, well, then here we go. Prior to the incident, police attempted to stop the man for questioning after he appeared to be riding a bicycle belonging to another person, a.k.a. stolen. However, the man fled the scene. Dun-dun-dun! At around three minutes later, a security guard at the port reported seeing a bicycle go into the river. A life ring was thrown into the river. Thank God they threw that. That's, that's good. Uh, but the man did not attempt to grab it. He's probably swimming away. And the man was finally pulled from the water in an unconscious state. Police are now attempting to confirm the man's identity. Was he like uh, Rorschach from like like Watchmen or some shit? He has no identity. 
I don't know, either that or maybe it was just like some common crook and I'm like, Jesus, this is going really fucking hardcore just to steal a fucking bicycle. That's my takeaway. Or get away from the cops and shit. I mean, shit, maybe this guy had priors or something or maybe, I don't know, man, but fucking hey. Dude, so if the cops are chasing you and you stole a bicycle, just just give up. <laughs> don't jump into the river because <laughs> you don't know how deep that water I, I, is. I like how he didn't take it. He was just like, he tried to swim way into the ocean. It's like, <laughs> what are you going to find out there? Are some freighters and some ships you're just going to hop on as a stowaway? Fucking going into the ocean is kind of like bad news. With North Korea shooting all the missiles into the water, yeah, you've got fucking ships yeah, crashing. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, ships crashing into each other, fucking like, like missiles going into the water and shit. I mean, if you're lucky, if you're very, very lucky, you might reach Hawaii. But I really doubt it. <laughs> Simon, what's your take? Try your best. Try your best. Do your best just, at just, any just stage. Like, I don't, I don't... I'm in a very bad situation right now. I'm riding my bicycle. I could get caught by p the police. What, because you're drunk? Yeah. But like... <laughs> I'm just going to go. I'm going to follow my dreams. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think this guy's idea, he was just going to take that fucking torpedo that was launched by North Korea to Japan. He was just going to turn that motherfucker around and ride it right back to North Korea and be like, Hey guys, what's up? I don't like Japan. I'm going to be a spy. I think that's a really bad idea. Faders, do not follow that idea. Whatever you do. Um, yeah, if the cops stop you, if you're on a bicycle, just say, okay, here's my fucking card, gaijin card, or whatever. Uh, don't fucking try to pursue to... Uh, <laughs> not pursue, but don't try to fucking get away and shit, because, I mean, if they're in a car, you're going to get busted. If you jump into the river, if you're lucky, the water isn't fucking three feet deep. Or maybe just don't do that. Maybe just don't steal bikes. Yeah, well, don't steal bikes. Okay, yeah, dumb. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's a good idea. <laughs> maybe just if you want a bike, just go buy one. Or actually, if it's like that late in the, or early in the morning and shit, just don't, yeah, yeah. Don't break the law. There we go. Tom, next story. Yeah, maybe it's that late at night and be like, hey, taxi, I need to go here. That's a better idea. That's a better idea. As long as it, as long as the taxi dri cab driver is honest and doesn't rip you off. It's what not... happened to you? All right. Last episode was fucking. Crazy. All right. Tokyo cops. Singer bought sex and underwear from schoolgirl in Shibuya Hotel. Dun dun dun. Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a 40-40-year-old male singer for allegedly paying a teenage girl for illicit, an illicit se sexual encounter in Shibuya Ward earlier this year. When they say singer, what kind of a singer? Is he like a wedding singer? Is he some kind of like, I don't know, a singer at a karaoke bar? I like well, wedding I, singers. I don't know. Just look at the picture. He looks all kind of creepo. He's obviously not a pop singer. No, that guy could be anybody, dude. That's his fucking mugshot. Mugshots, I mean, have you seen Pee Wee Herman's mugshot? <laughs> that does not look like Pee Wee Herman. He had a mullet. Well, Mullets are never good, by the way. They're never good. Oh, not even in the 80s. Good. Oh, no, they're never Sorry, good. that's well, not informative. Have you ever seen the website Mullets Galore? I actually got to number seven on mullets.com. Did you really? Because, like, when I was at uni, I, yeah. I cut my hair. So it's like fucking we, business in the front, party in the back? Well, we created a new mullet. No. And we shaved it. Are we, you from Wales? I had lots of Welsh friends. <laughs> and they had glorious mullets galore. <laughs> and we created this amazing mullet. 
Did you have stripes on the sides? Do you remember, like, uh, what was that TV show? Like, do you, you know, like, the old man, like, cut-off mullet? Like, where they have, like, the receding hairline... Oh shit! The 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 fucking like the singer and shit. Oh god! Oh god! Now no, it's on the tip of my tongue. Not Fuck like it. third rock. That seventies show. Uh huh. And like, we did like, we did that. Uh huh. Well, as a joke mullet, because joke mullets are cool. Like if you do it as a joke, that's fucking awesome. But I, if you do it to be fucking like serious, like dude, I'm gonna get chicks. That's not cool. Well, I was. 21 years old. That's of course cool. it was a joke mullet. <laughs> oh, okay, great, great. Good. <laughs> so we copied that, like, third rock mullet. Uh-huh. And, like, I grew it right back. Really? And, like, I submitted it to mullet.com. Mm-hmm. And I got up to number seven. Number seven? Dude, all right. I want to know who number six is then. You look like a guy that could grow a pretty good mullet, dude. You got a really healthy head of hair. I could grow an awesome mullet. Nice, dude. (laughs) If I was, like, given a contract, I think I could be number one. Number one. Number one for the mullet savers? Ah, but you don't have the right accent. You're probably like, yeehaw, y'all come back now, year. Uh, no, I think we expect people like that to have a mullet, though. You know, I think like it with. It's got to be a country western singer. No, but I think it's all got about to talk about Texas and guns and God and we Jesus. Ex- tell me, I, we expect that. Like I, think- I, I can pull that off. I've got the fucking best mullet in the land. I'll be number one. My mullet is fucking awesome. Uh, you getting there? Tom actually pulls it off pretty well. I'm kind of worried. <laughs> Tom, okay, right. next story, next anyway, story. Anyway, no, no, anyway, let me read, read this. Oh, this actually, story's right. Yeah, I actually looked at this. I could, I can't actually find this guy on the internet. I punched him in. Not he's in a there. wedding singer. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's probably a fucking wedding singer. On March 25th, uh, <laughs> Katsuji Otomo, who also goes by the name Akira Utsunomiya, Allegedly paid a girl 40,000 yen, 400 bucks, to engage in sexual acts with him at a love hotel and provide a pair of her used underwear. Classy, let me tell you. So it's like, he's like, listen, you're a prostitute. I want to fucking, like, have a night with you, but you have to bring an extra pair of dirty underwear. That's what he said. Well, m- maybe after using them. I don't know, man. I don't know what this guy's fetish is. Otomo, who has been accused of violating the anti-child pr- prosecution, uh, sorry, prostitution law, admits the allegations, I wanted to eliminate work stress and immerse myself in a feeling of liberation. You know, there's so many other ways to do that. <laughs> like yoga. literally fucking anything. Yeah, yeah yoga would be a good. Yoga's good. Go, going to the gym. Gym is great. Having a nice walk in the park. Walk in the park. Hiking. Hiking. Playing video games. Yeah, video games is good. Yeah, video games is good. World of Warcraft, lots or of stress. You, or if it's that, if it's actually that bad, just jerk off. But he needed the panties to jerk off. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Gosh. You got me stressed. You said World of Warcraft. <laughs> like, that makes me turn into that guy. <laughs> really? No, I need some panties. I was all cool with all of your solutions until World of Warcraft. <laughs> Sorry. It's the... <laughs> It's the only video game that came to my head at the time. The suspect met the girl via an internet site that specializes in the sale of used underwear. 
Dun, dun, dun. There's a lot of them, actually. Prior to the encounter, the suspect requested the girl bring her schoolgirl uniform. The incident emerged after the girl consulted with police with a problem uh, about another man. Uh, another man, a.k.a. her either her pimp, another John, or possibly her father that's angry at her for all of the above. Or may maybe she just got shorted on chain. She's like, you know what, I do this. And that's a, jo that's a John. Hmm. I'll tell a story. <laughs> I'll, uh... the, the, the next article after the... Yeah, there we go. There's the paper. Yeah, thanks, dude. Okay, uh... And this is the last next story. Next story. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, manager of uh, an adult entertainment business stabbed. Whoa. Assailant jumps to death. Wow. That's pretty, pretty hardcore. Well, and this was only last week, so... The manager of an adult entertainment business was stabbed, stabbed by a man who then apparently jumped to his death in Tokyo's Ikebukuro oh, area. Police said Sunday, according to police, the incident occurred at around uh, 12.05 Noon? Some, uh, <laughs> uh, midnight. I'm assuming so. Midnight. <laughs> midnight. That's a pretty early top-off. Yeah. Well, you're not going to do that kind of shit. Like, At noon? Uh, hey, sir, how you how you enjoying your lunch? Oh, by the way, here's a, your dessert. It's a knife <laughs> in the guts. Well, you're going to be pretty Would you like you need to cut your steak? I mean liver for you. Oh, shit. Please read on. Sunday. Fuji TV reported that the club on the ninth floor of the building had closed and the manager, a man in his 40s, was cleaning up when another man, also in his 40s, came in and said he had forgotten gotten his wallet that's one thing you don't want to hear if you're a manager of a club never forget your wallet <laughs> and if somebody asks for a wallet you know you're in for trouble and yeah try your best when you're 40 <laughs> there's some of us in this room <laughs> <laughs> the man then suddenly took out a knife a rambo knife Badass knife. Oh, shit. Oh. Stabbed the manager in the back, dropped the knife, and fled. A female employee called the police. A short time later, the assailant's body was found on the street below. He was taken to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. About an hour later, police believe he jumped from the building after attacking the manager who was in the hospital in a stable condition. Okay, so let's think about this. We've got three people. This is the game of Clue right here, right? Hmm. So you've got the manager who was stabbed. You stabbed in the back? He was stabbed in the back. He was stabbed in the back, right? Now, that's kind of hard to do because I feel like... Somebody's like, hey, um, I think I lost my wallet. I think it's right behind you. Just turn around. And the guy turns around and he stabs him in the back. Kind of unusual, right? 
So we've got that situation. We've got the guy with the knife, the customer, who AKA lost a wallet. You've got the manager. The manager is the manager of the club. And then you've got another person, like what, an assistant or something? A helper, some, some other person that was there? A woman. A woman. So you've got a woman that was there, you got a guy that's a manager, and then you've got the stabber. And then the stabber is the one that wound up dead. So he stabbed the guy in the back and then jumped on a window. To me, that sounds a little bit fishy. You know, you know, conspiracy? Well, yeah, well, fishy, conspiracy, yeah, kind of. It, it, maybe, maybe there's something deeper to the story, right? Like, I mean, there's like unlimited possibilities in the story. Like, okay, there but, are. Oh, all right, go ahead. Well, there okay. are, but I would say back it up. Okay, so you've got three people, Tom. One person's the manager, and the manager is the guy that owns or is running the shop, right, Tom? And the other person's the person that stabbed the manager in the back. Hmm. And then he's the one that jumped out of a window after nine stories after he stabbed the guy in the back. And then you've got the helper who saw everything, right? Hmm. Now, okay, so now we're up to speed, right? Yeah. Okay, good. So... I'm thinking this could be foul play. Like maybe this guy was causing trouble in this fucking like like sex shop, right? To the point where like there's like some confrontation about a price or a fee or something like that, <clears throat> that the manager got stabbed and he got pushed out the window. That's one. Well, you're gonna possibly, you're, you're possibly. gonna play a whole game of Clue. If well, I was, well, gonna, yeah, exactly. Well, that's one. If I was gonna kill you right now, right? Tom's here, so. Mm -hmm. Well, there's three people. I, well, there's I'm going to stab you. In the back. So that means I got to, I got to like, like, like look at something. I'm like, whoa, your wallet might be uh, behind me or. That's well, I'm going to throw you out on the street. Well, no, you're going to be the one that jumps. Because why would you stab somebody and then jump out the window? Why would you do that? Ah, uh, Now, why would you be like, I'm going to kill you for some reason because I'm crazy. Maybe he's crazy. Maybe he just, like, he just, he was in a sex shop, he was having some fun and stuff, and then he's like, you know what? It's funner than fun. Murder and suicide. Now, that's an unstable motherfucker, right? Hmm. I, I agree with you, but, you know, like, uh, I understand what you're saying. I completely understand what you're saying, but I think uh, you're not asking the most important question. What was the motivation? Why did this guy do this? Yeah, well, that's basically what I just asked. Like, I mean, yeah. Simon, what is your take? Because, I mean, this doesn't make sense to me. Why would this guy stab this guy in the back and then jump out the window? It seems kind of opposite. Like maybe, maybe this guy jumped out the window. Maybe he was pushed out the window. There's a fight. He got pushed out the window and shit. And they're like, oh my God, this guy, we just killed this guy accidentally. Here, stab me in the back right here in my shoulder. And then, you know, then there's like. Okay, you're saying it's quite possibly fishy. I agree with you. Well, that, that's, no, it's, that's, an, it's an action. Like, I don't think anyone plans to stab anyone here. But he had it. Well, no, not here. Of course no, not. No, it's. We're a, talking about an extreme situation. It's though. an action. But why of, would he have the knife? It's an action of passion. But he had the knife. He walked. Who carries a knife? Well, I do. You do? Yeah. Oh shit! Get this guy out of here. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I, I don't have it today, but like. I, I go hiking all the time, and I've got a knife on me. Oh, okay. When you go hiking, that's definitely a good thing to carry when you're hiking in the mountains. That's a, that's not a knife. That's a tool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's but still, A knife is still a knife, though. Whether, whether, it's how you use it. Is yeah. A, is but it a if weapon you're or a tool? No, no. If he's hiking, it's a tool. If he's going to a sex shop, it's a weapon. Depend on how you use it. Well, what's he going to Is he going to jack off with a knife in his hand? They do this fucking crazy. So if I can, like, if he's going into a sex shop... stuff because it's useful, makes it useful. No, but, like, no, 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 I, no. 
I will go hiking on Monday. Yeah. And I, I will carry my knife. As a tool. But I know I'm going drinking on Monday night. Okay, now that's a problem. <laughs> and I know I have Wait, this... are you drinking at the, the campsite? No, I, I'm going to go hiking all day. And you're going to put the knife in a locker at the station before you go drinking, and you're going to leave it there and pick it up in the morning. Aren't you, Simon? You're going to do that, right? Sure. There you go. Good. Mm. Please do that. Please, please put the, the knife in a locker and, and pick it up at the next morning when you're sober. <laughs> please do that. Please, for all of us. <laughs> for everybody in the world, please do that. But, but the thing is, like, if you're hiking, it's a tool. If you go into a sex club with a knife, it's not a tool, Tom. It's a weapon. Depends on how you use it. How's he going to use it as a tool in a sex Maybe club? Maybe it's just in his fucking bag. Maybe he didn't use it. I don't know. But you shouldn't have a knife or any kind of like, 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 like anything that can like, like a knife. Uh, uh, the... What did you hear about that like old dude? Like he came to like Japan and like he had like a Leatherman or something on his like belt. <laughs> and like the police like arrested him. What, he what did to... he have? A Leatherman? Yeah. What's, he, a, what's a Leatherman? You, you know, like those pen knife, like knife things. Oh, like a pen knife? Yeah. A pen knife should only be like an inch and a half in Japan that you can carry with you. But on a Leatherman, like that's a six inch blade. Okay, that's a problem here. And he got put in prison for like 10 days. Well, that'd be jail, but still, yeah. You can't have a knife that's more than an inch and a half. I think okay. two. Okay, but uh, uh, all right. Sorry, sorry. That, that is a crime, but like I, I'm looking at a little bit more at the motivation. Okay, what's the motivation? Uh, I want to frame this like um, so. Like I heard the guy was sixty six. How old was he? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I I don't think it matters. But he was much older. Like he walked in, like you know, stabbed a guy and jumped off. I'm looking at motivation. What's going on here? Like, okay, let me frame this in one story I heard before. Like uh. One of my friends, he used to live in Nagoya, like, he, he hooked up with a very nice girl, and, like, he got very serious with her, and he got to meet all the family. But, like, the thing was, like, that, like, how do you say, he hooked up with the older sister, the youngest sister was, there were, she had some mental problems. She looked huh? fine, but, like, maybe, like, you know, body-wise, she was smoking hot, but, like, mentally, she was a child. Like, what, Down syndrome? I'm not sure, but, like, I heard I heard stories, but like he basically said, like, he met the family, everybody was cool with me, and she would always, like, smile, you know, smile at him, and have him, like, you know, basically, one time, like, the the mother and the sister, like, the father was out of the house, but, like, they said, okay, we're gonna go to the supermarket to, like, you know, get some stuff, and, like, he goes, okay, I'm gonna chill in the living room, and literally, like, the younger sister runs in completely naked and tries to suck his dick, he's like, what the fuck? I'm with your sister, and, like, by chance, they came, like, how do you say, the mother, uh, how do you say, the mother and the sister came back. Why would they leave the guy with, like, the sister that's, like, kind of, like, having problems? Issues. I issues. Don't, I don't know, but, like, she did, like, but she, she, how do you say, like, but he's, like, crawling away from her going, please don't do this. I would be terrified if that situation happened. I'd call the cops. Yeah, but anyway, but like the the the, 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 the I feel like the, a terrible like, you know, person right now. <laughs> because I know what the I'm mother and the sister said, "Please don't do this. Please don't do this." But like she kept like uh in Japanese, "Chodai, chodai, chodai." She's like, "Gimme, gimme, gimme, gimme," like that kind of speech, and like they had to basically push her into a room and say, "Just like just stay here and 
that's it. The the reason I say this story, this is like building a like background, like uh, a couple of months later, like um, that sister just disappeared, and the fa- the the parents were, were really worried about her. I'd be worried too. And the thing was, like, they did find her, and like basically she was working for one of the whorehouses for basically the Yakuza. All right, yeah, all right. So there's a guy, a girl, and a... Yeah, but but I get back to the motivation. The motivation for doing that was because, like, the the father, who was, like, you know, an old, you know, not doing bad for himself, called the police repeatedly and said, I want my fucking daughter back here. Police said, well, we went to the place, and we can't do anything about it. And, like, repeatedly, can I see my daughter? Well, like, uh, if she wants to see her, blah, blah, blah. It went into a big heyday and a, a bunch of bullshit. But what happened at, at the end is basically, like, you know, the mentally retarded daughter, like, basically said, all right, fine. He called them up himself and he said, I'm going to walk over there with a baseball bat and I'm old enough, I don't give a fuck. And, like, I don't care if I live or die, like, she's coming back. Maybe a day or two later, she was back. But this wasn't a sex... This wasn't that kind of I'm asking about the motivation, though. But a guy going into a place with dirty magazines is completely different than a a whorehouse, Tom. Yeah, but maybe maybe he shamed one of the daughters. That was what I'm trying to say. Sorry if I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of get that. There's got to be motivation behind there, man. Okay, there's motivation. This kind of makes me feel... Oh, Tom. Um, I I have a four-year-old daughter, and I'm really scared about the future right now. Yeah, me too. This is why I don't have kids. Uh, I'm sure that's not why you don't have kids, but um, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, many reasons. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I I don't know if that's the motivation, Tom. Um, who knows? We don't know. That's I was just. Throwing it out there, like, but uh, yeah, you took it pretty deep, dude. Fucking deep side of the I've pool. I've heard some weird fucking stories, but there's got to be a motivation. Like, why Wait, was that did... a true story that you just told us? Yeah, so it, a trusted friend, like, told me that story. A trusted friend. You, you've met him before. I'm not going to say who he is on the air, but, like, yeah, you know him. I... Eddie! Yeah, maybe Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. I, I just think this is shame involved. Like, like, this guy, like, they had something on him and there's shame? There's Japanese people up, like, are like fucked up with shame. It could be anything. There's gotta be something like fucked up. Like it can't be like, you know, this just happened. Like there's no, nobody fucking does that here. Like this kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, this typical, well this thing, no, this thing right here is, yeah, this is kind of unusual, but uh, yeah, um, wow. Yeah, well I'm just saying, I'm just saying that's the story and we don't know what the motive was or anything that happened outside the story and stuff. But I There's mean, a lot more to it, obviously. Exactly. Exactly. There's a lot more to it and we don't know what it is. It could be a, a myriad of things. I kind of tried to play the game of Clue, but now it's really dark and everybody's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad idea with the game of Clue. Wow, um, wow, wow. I uh, know you, you're the one that made it dark, Tom. But, um, of course. Yeah, but, um, yeah, dude, well, yeah, well, that guy's dead, the guy's in the hospital, and, uh, yeah, the business is gonna go on, uh, peaches and cream as usual, I guess. Right? Does it say anything else? Well, I mean, I can read your notes. Yeah, don't read my notes. My notes are basically, like, because I put notes on the stories and shit to make jokes. notes, really? 
It's not really my nuts talk. Come on. Tequila was a bad idea. All right, Peters. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to this episode uh, 348. Um, it's definitely been a roller coaster. Thank you very much for uh, settling up and listening to the whole show with us. If you made it this far, congratulations. Right. One last oh. cheers, then we're out. <laughs> One last cheers. There's more cheers. beer in the fridge. Faders, we will see you next week. Thank you very much and peace. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Huh? God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! <laughs> you sure I should do this, man? We're good! Freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up Republican shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.